Hello and welcome to episode 45 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And we have to revisit a topic we have talked way too much about. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be super happy when we don't have to make this show anymore. <laughs> like, not the podcast, No, the no, show. no, just this episode in general. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The band hammer was swung today. Oh, yeah. And it, it was uh, swung very hard. It squished many a format. Oh, yeah. There was uh, definitely shrapnel afterwards. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. Yep. If you want to reach out and give us show ideas or anything like that, or just interact with me, uh, <laughs> you can tweet at us at Casual Tripod on Twitter. Yep. And I made a note here that Brian does the best job about filtering out Twitter nonsense and drama in putting only the useful nuggets out there. I, decks that look interesting. Yeah. Occasional funny things. Yep. The worst part about Magic Twitter is the nonsense and drama. So yeah. if you follow us, you get to skip all that yeah, just skip and just all get that. the good stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to tweet about any like drama stuff. Yep. You can also find us on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG, or you can shoot us an email at show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Like we said, this is going to be a lot of bands, mm-hmm. and then perhaps where formats stand post-band. Yep. We had bands in Standard. We did. We had bands in Legacy. We did. We had bands in Vintage, but no one cares, I think is what we settled on. And LSV we, cares. And we had bands in Brawl. And we had bands in Brawl. Yep. Uh, so four formats got stuff banned. Yeah. Not modern, surprisingly enough. Yeah, not modern. I, I will say this now. Modern might be a new legacy. Yeah, that's kind of something we've been tossing, like kicking back and forth for like a week or two now. I don't know what it, what's going to happen with modern. With Pioneer being around, it's uh, like some of the focus has been taken off of modern. And I want to say this is like normally modern's time to shine, right? Yeah. So there being a focus on Pioneer instead of modern is kind of odd. And also like... I mean, there's a deck in Modern right now that's like 25, 30% of the format and nobody's doing anything about it, which is also kind of weird. Yeah, they tried. Uh, mono, they tried to ban Mono Green and it was just like... No, no in Modern. In Modern, In I'm Modern, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking about the Urza decks. The Urza decks, yeah. And like nobody's doing anything about it. So it's kind of weird that they uh, they let that one slide for now and you know we're focusing yeah, I elsewhere. Don't, it might be one of those things kind of like with how Legacy used to be. Yeah. One, unless it's like super broken, yeah, they're not going to mess with it. And two, make us figure it out. Yeah, and they have no reason to mess with it. There's right. no big tournaments. All the like eternal format yeah. tournaments in like the first like third of next year are all pioneer. Yeah, right. So there's not like there's a big GP or PT. Right. We can go back to PT now. Sure. Uh, PT makes it easy on us. Yeah, that we have to like go. And worry about like, oh, what's the meta game going to look like? Yeah. Or how can we shake this up? There's just nothing. It's right. just pioneer stuff. Yep, pioneer and standard. It says here that we will be very happy when they, you know, stop making us have to do the B and R show. Yeah, I really wish they'd get their act together and stop making us do the show. Yeah, so I think we can throw this in now as kind of a preamble. Okay. So a while back we talked about like what might be leading to the bands. Yep. And one thing I brought up was the smushing a whole block into one set so you got to make make all the mechanics work yeah like one of the things that wizards has talked about in the past is trying not to make block monsters where you have a mechanic that's so parasitic that it just like takes over everything and decks end up being all cards from one block 
Galadesh. Sorry, there's something in my throat. Yeah, uh, that was weird there for a minute. You yeah. might want to have a sip of water. Yeah, let me, let me, let me um, refresh myself. Now we're not doing blocks anymore. We're doing single sets. And effectively, they have created a set monster instead of a block monster by trying to cram all this food stuff in one set. Either you have to make the set monster yeah. or the or the thing doesn't get played because it's gonna, right. it would be super hard to yeah. have food in this set and then go to Theros, which is an enchantment plane, yeah. but have maybe not a food matters thing, but like an artifacts matter yeah. thing. So the foods are used as artifacts. Mm-hmm. Right, that'd be really hard to do. It'd be impossible to do. Right. And then the other thing that uh, I tweeted out a video from uh, Matt Sperling, and it's yep. something I think I brought up as well, was with play design, mm-hmm. I think they feel like they can go a little nuts. Yes and no. I think that they are more willing to like let things out than they were in the past because hopefully play design catches them. But if you read the article that accompanied the uh like the bnr there i forget what they called it but yeah wizards had an article today talking yeah, the, about the, the play design the, team. like the head of play design yeah. brian something yeah he said that the play design team is not just for play testing like they have to design cards as well yes so like they can't have their entire focus be on testing a format yeah um, they also have to be designing cards which, I mean, I understand why they have to do both sides of it, but if you hired them on to make sure the format's good, you need to let them make sure the format's good. Yeah, I mean, my, my point is is that, they, like you said, they feel like they can push cards, yeah. use this, they call it their fire, yeah. it's like fun, interactive. Interactive? Uh, like, yeah, what whatever it was, yeah. Yeah, this fire design philosophy, so they're pushing cards. Yeah. So they feel like they can push cards because if they mess up, mm-hmm. play design's going to catch it. Another thing that they said in that article was that they are very happy with the power level of current standard. They just wish Oko wasn't so powerful. I mean, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, that's, uh, that's problematic from my point of view. Yeah, but so even... So it, they also said like, so they're, they're testing and designing cards. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like they got Oko to a point they were happy with it. Yeah. And then they set it aside. Right. And they didn't come back to it to see where Oko fit in their new... Yeah, once they designed Gilded Goose and Wicked Wolf. Yeah, they didn't come back and see where it fit with everything else in the set. Yeah. Which kind of seems really weird for this is our flagship card. Right. Right? So, like, I don't know if they, like, designed a food deck mm-hmm. or something and then was like, okay, Oko is good. And then they designed and, you know, they play tested another deck and yeah. turned those knobs and then didn't go back and go like, Oh, everything being a three, three sucks. Yeah. It's kind of hard also because it, like just looking at the card file when we were doing like our set review or whatever cards, like uh gilded goose and wicked wolf, like you can look at them and see that they're good. But that's not really the card that you look at and say, oh, this is what you're supposed to do with a food deck. You look at a card like Savvy Hunter, and you're like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing with the food deck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think and that, like, like, Savvy Hunter, turns out, is not what you're supposed to be doing no, with the food deck. I think the problem, like when I evaluated Gilded Goose, I looked at it as a card that is a one-shot 
mana dork. Yeah, that's what I and did. And then also. you've got to like put two mana into it to yeah. get more mana. But when it makes a planeswalker, right? That always yeah it makes a three three makes instead a three of three to make a food right or make makes a yeah. food now it's always on for a mana dork right and the fact that it's like a reasonable mana sink late in the game yeah right never I was never like oh well you're totally gonna just like be happy to make a food yeah and it's gonna like eliminate aggro decks because like you're just gaining three life yeah right I never saw that and my play pattern that I saw with Oko was and I talked about this. So you Mm-hmm. Play Oko, you plus Oko, right? Then you, the next turn, steal their you two or their three drop. Yeah, and that's not the play pattern. No, like, that almost n- never happens. No one ever like minuses it. You just right. keep going up. Yeah, when we were at the GP, I had an Oko that I had to have two spin downs on because I just kept going up with it. Yeah, like. When he's at 13, yeah. maybe you'll get around to stealing something and putting him to eight. Maybe. Or not. A lot or of not. times it's just better to make three threes. Yeah. So it just wasn't something like it didn't jump out of, of the yeah. of the text file. Like yeah. I thought like Oko was busted. Yeah. But I thought it was busted because you're going to steal stuff. I just right. didn't see the other mode. So I can see where they miss it. Mm-hmm. But like if you're afraid you might miss something. Yeah air on the side of caution. Right. And it seems like they were like No like, man, turn it to eleven. Yeah, like I don't think we miss this. It's yeah. like how about we just like be sure? Right. So yeah, the fact that they're happy with the power level of standard yeah. is a little disconcerting. A little bit. Because there's so many things in this standard that like you put two cards together and it just like invalidates something. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's start talking about some bands, and we'll get back to some of these two cards that go together and invalidate All things. Right. So, in standard, Oko Thief of Crowns is no more. Surprise, surprise. He is gone. Yep. I was kind of hoping they were going to hit Nyssa, like I had have said the last couple weeks. I don't necessarily think the early Oko was the worst thing, or like the most oppressive thing. I think the early Nyssa was the most oppressive thing. Most oppressive thing, but obviously you. You can see why Oko's gone. Yeah, you have to get rid of Oko. Yeah. Just because, again, like, you know, I was saying that, like, Jeskai Fires, where you, like, play a Cavalier. Yeah. And if you don't kill them, they just elk your Cavalier, and you're just like, oh, well, that Yeah, then you're back to square zero. Yeah, you're like, well, okay, I have a 3-3 against your, like, 4-4 Wicked Wolf, so I have nothing. Right. Cool. Yeah. Glad I built my entire deck to have (laughs) nothing. Yeah, it's kind of funny that Wicked Wolf is uh, turns into a brick wall instead of blowing them down, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Gotcha. It's not like a, it's not like I'm playing like pigs. If I was playing like <laughs> if I was playing like Ill, if I was playing the big pig and yeah. then Wicked Wolf blew him over, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> fine, I'm down with this. Oh, what if you like big pig, and then you like you fires a big pig and then attack and then you slam another cavalier. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, you're like pig red cavalier. Pump twice, uh, swing, like pump once, swing, put in your blue cavalier, pump again. Ooh, get it back, do it again next turn. Ooh, that's pretty good. Mm. There we go. Now you get the wheels turning. We got a spicy brew going here. <laughs> the, the quick uh, 04 drop of the GPA. <laughs> there, there you go. go. <laughs> um, the thing to do we have here from like mm-hmm. an MTG finance point of view is yeah. buy Ocos? Absolutely. If you plan on playing any format besides standard, 
buy your foil or buy your Oko's sometime between now and the end of the week. Yeah, because they're going to like tank. Yeah. I am sad that I bought my Oko's when they were not banned. Um, I am probably still going to buy some Oko's. Yeah, I have like one like borderless one that I got for 35 at the GP. Yeah, I think I'm going to scoop up some uh, some borderless ones yeah. shortly. So, because they're right now, they're played in... Every format? Every format. Yep. It uh, it looked great in Pioneer over the weekend. I don't think the card's too strong for Pioneer, but we'll see. It looks good in Modern. I definitely don't think it's too good for Modern. I don't think it's too good for Legacy. It's good, but yeah. I don't think it's good enough to warrant the ban hammer coming down on it. I would get them now before they... Uh, before people like realize that yeah. they shouldn't be di- ditching them for next to nothing. Right. Because, I mean, if you're a standard-only player, like, this this hurts. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Sorry. But I don't know, like, how many standard-only players are going to be because while Pioneer prices are a little crazy, mm-hmm. they're significantly cheaper than Modern, and you may have a lot of those cards. Yeah, and, I mean, if you were in a position where you could spend $400 on Oko's, you know, a month ago, you're probably in a position where you can buy a Pioneer deck. Yeah. So, okay, so we have um, gotten rid of Oko. Yep. So creatures have text boxes again. Uh, they do. Uh, we Weird. also got rid of Once Upon a Time. Oh, so there's randomness in Magic now? Yeah, it's weird. Who would have thought that a free spell that makes the best color more consistent was too powerful? Are we calling green the best color? Because this is a dark, dark time for blue if, if we've decided that green's the best color. Um... Have you seen the standard format? Green has True. far and away been the best color for quite some time now. And I guess it is the best color in Pioneer. It is. Yeah, this is sad. Yep. Uh, well, we, we we had a band, so it might not be the best color in Legacy right now. Correct. We'll get uh, to that. Yeah. So, yeah, so the decks are going to be less consistent. Mm-hmm. The, like, every game turn one goose into yeah. three drop is going to be less prevalent. Yeah, I, like looking at this card when we were doing our card valuations, like at the beginning of, of this set, obviously you see free spell that draws you a card, basically, is that's going to be good. Yeah. Okay. Regardless of what else it does, that's going to be good. I missed on how helpful that card is in the late game. I almost saw that card as a downside in the late game. Yeah. Because you always want this to be your first spell of the game, but you probably don't want to draw it on, you know, turn six when you're looking for gas. That's not the case in this format. Green ramps so hard with Gilded Goose and Nyssa that, and your threats are cheap. And Paradise Druid. And Paradise Druid. And, like, all your threats are cheap. So you have all this mana in the late game. You just need something to do with it. Digging five cards deep to find your Krasis, find your Wicked Wolf, find, find your Questing Beast. Um, like, that's completely fine. Yeah. It is going to be good to not have the consistent, like, you said someone had the the data where they had to, they had 70% yeah. of their games against Oko or mm-hmm. Food decks always had a turn one goose. Well, yeah. And that's because you got eight looks at it. Yeah, that's going to go away. Yeah, which is going to be good. Good for the format. Yeah. Yeah, because the number of games that are just like this is I'm playing the same game. Right. Was super high. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that a couple weeks ago. I yeah. think. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe it was even last week. It's not going to fix the the London Mulligan issues where oh, that's right. We're talking about Zvi's article. Yeah, where yeah. things are very consistent, but it is going to, you know. You're not. It's gonna be harder to mulligan the like, 
two lands Paradise Druid hands. Yeah. To be like, well, no, I I need to get like, you know, my Once Upon a Time hand. Yeah. So that'd be good. Yep. And then the last card to get banned, which yeah, I understand why it's gone. I have some questions though. Uh, is Veil of Summer? It's Veil of Summer. Yeah. So in this article where they were talking about push standard cards, yeah, they brought up the card Autumn's Veil. That I didn't know existed. I did not know existed either. It's the same yeah. mana cost, has all the same text except for the draw card part. Right. So that card is a card that has been around for eight years that yeah. no one has ever put in their deck. Yeah. It was M12, right? M12. Yeah. Veil of Summer is a card that wrecks everything in every format. Right. And gets put in every deck. Like Veil of uh, Autumn's Veil was a card that a hundred percent like oh wait no did it not give you hex proof it just gives you permanent yeah hex i think proof. just your permanence right so so this was you got hex proof yeah and drew a card yeah and did everything autumn's veil did for right. the same mana cost right i why <laughs> why that has gone away yeah the green cryptic command is dead it is i mean there's definitely similarities there between cryptic command and this yeah like, counter draw Exactly. That that's what it is for three less mana. That's splashable because you don't need triple blue. Yeah. Yeah. Awkward. But I do have a question. Okay. Like, if green wasn't so overrun with overpowered cards right now, would this be an issue? In stand, like I'm not talking about other formats. I mean in standard. Like th- if Oko wasn't here, if Gilded Goose wasn't here, if Nissa wasn't here, if Once Upon a Time wasn't here. You know what I mean? Like, if, if the threats yeah. that you're trying to protect weren't as good. I think that it might be something where it limits so much counterplay. Yeah. Right? Like, green decks are supposed to be about big, dumb green creatures. Mm-hmm. And... That's kind of what I mean, though, is if this card was printed the way Veil of Summer is written in, you know, M12, when green wasn't good, would anybody care? I don't think... But I think that like they didn't want to ban green out of standard. Yeah. Right. They didn't want to just ban forest. Right. Right. So I think that this is an admission that the green cards are still really good. Oh yeah. And so we have to make sure that noxious grasp and counter spells mm-hmm. are still good. Yeah. Because if we don't, then we're still in trouble. We're still in trouble because right. Yeah. We could ban Oko in Once Upon a Time, yeah, and people could still just like, you know, Goose. wait till wait till turn six and go like Nissa, yeah, and know that they're gonna get a card mm-hmm. and have their Planeswalker resolve, right, or counter a removal spell, and now you're just super far behind, yeah. So this takes away that like. That way for green to protect itself. Because green really shouldn't like have a counter spell. No, but like if if we were playing with uh Pelucranos, like would this be a conversation? If we had Pelucranos instead of Nissa right now? Probably not. Like, sure, you can spend the mana to save your Pelucranos, that's fine. What if we had Siege Rhino? See, the problem with Siege Rhino though is that they came in packs. <laughs> this is true. It's true, but you hit your fifth mana and you'd play Siege Rhino, yeah. hold up Veil. Yeah. Right. I think it's just like 
if you have a standard where green is really good, yeah. green having a one mana yeah. cantripping answer is a problem. Right. And I you know, I conceded yeah. that fact. That that's yeah. why, you know, I said in in eternal formats it's a whole different story. Yeah. But But I don't think that you can like they couldn't ban enough green cards yeah, to make green bad enough to make where it's green, okay. to make green on the same power level as everything else. Yeah. And so they have to just be like, well, we can't give them everything. Yeah. So let's But ban- I want everything. <laughs> you had everything for a while. So let's ban three cards and cross our fingers and hope this works out. Yeah. Is I think what they are doing. Mm-hmm. I think there's still a deck and we can talk about like yeah. that. That's what we're going to do right now. Right. We're going to talk about what's next, right? Yeah. So. So what's next? This is your baby. This is yep. Jund Food. Yeah. Some kind of cat oven deck is going to be the next big thing, I think. Yeah, I think 100% that everyone's going to do that first. Yep. Um, and I hate it. <laughs> well, I like it. It's my style deck, though. Well, it's not. It's just that maybe it'll change when we don't have to account for, like, Oko. Yeah. But it just feels like when you assemble cat and oven, mm-hmm. you no longer have ground combat. Right. And... Uh, you need there's trample. A, you need trample. Yeah. Or you need a uh, questing beast that cats can't block. Right. But you just have like kind of unassailable, like you've got the ground locked up with a 1 1. Yeah. And then there's just this like stupid little pingy clock, and it also is like super fiddly. Yeah. Like right. on Arena, I'm just like, okay, now you click your food yeah. and you get your cat back. Yeah. And it's just like, you know. Well, that's like a latency thing, though, because like there's only so fast you can click before everyone's like, "Oh no, 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 slow down." I, 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 under- <laughs> I understand, but sitting there, you're just like, "Oh my god, please, yeah. just like, can we cycle through this?" Yes, like yeah. where you're just like, "Can we just hit a button where it's like, <laughs> I'm going to do this four times," right? And you're just like, "Okay, I guess we're going to do this four <laughs> times," but it's just like a super like annoying deck to play against, and it just okay. sucks that it's like Good. Red Cavalier. Yeah, block it. Right. You lose a life, I gain a life. <laughs> oh. So that's, that's the only thing is I just don't know if that is the the play pattern we want to promote. Yeah. But maybe there'll be enough cyborg slots mm-hmm. that you there can might be. that you can actually play artifact removal mm-hmm. or that you can actually like play I mean, like Night Grigard of Autumn's Hate. still a legal card, right? Grafdigger's cage. Yeah, cage. You just like Leyline slam a void. cage and you're just like, Yeah, here we go. Well, like a week ago, Andrea Manguchi tweeted out a picture that said, Welcome to Standard. Yeah. And it was both players on turn zero with Leyline of the Void in play. Oh, yeah. Because they were both on like Red Black Sacrifice. So oh, they boy. just like each brought in four Leylines <laughs> and slammed Leylines. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh, well, that's that's a good place for the format. Yeah. It sounds like Hogak all over again. Sounds like Hogak. I got to have my Leylines. All right, so your reservations aside, I want to talk about this deck a little bit because I like it. I don't think that the red-black sacrifice lists are good enough. Okay. I think that the the priest builds are too finicky and are too narrow to be good in the format. Okay. Like, priest isn't where you want your value to come from. Um, So basically, the way I built this deck, and I've been tearing it up on Arena with this deck, is I took the Sultai list, the Sultai food list, and I made it Jund. And I got rid of Okos and Nissas and Once Upon a Times, and I put in Cats and Ovens and Mayhem Devils. And more or less, that's the list I've been playing. No Corvolts? 
Oh, yeah, there's two Corvolds in there, too. Okay. Um, like, I put together a Jun sacrifice list with, um, I don't know, we're, we're missing something, because mm-hmm. I'm playing four priests. Oh, okay, I'm not on priest. I played four priests, but I have... Yeah, I don't wi- think priest have is good enough. Wicked Wolf and Goose, Cat and Oven, mm-hmm. Corvold. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, what, what the different what the different cards are, but that was what I was playing, so I was playing something similar. I'm on uh, Rankles, too. I got a couple of Rankles Okay, in there. I might not have the Rankles. I think yours was more aggressive. Yeah. Like, you had Spawn of Mayhem and Rankle. Yeah, yep, yeah. two of each. But yeah, so I don't think that the priest is good enough. And it depends what the format does, but I think there's enough decks that just play like stupid little things yeah. where the priest isn't great. And then the deck still has like powerhouses in it with uh, like Rankle Mayhem or uh, Spawn of Mayhem. And then like I still have the Wicked Wolves in there because the Goose and the Wolf play well with Mayhem Devil also. Like every time you sack a food, you get to shoot yeah. stuff. So you can clear out like all the chump blockers. The Wolf fights something big and you just crack in for a bunch of damage. It really is. I mean, it happens, but it's rare that you just, like, win through straight cat loops. Yeah. Usually, you know, you can knock them down, like, five or six points and then kill them in combat. Yeah. And then, like, the Corvold just turns the whole deck into an engine. Like, if you stick a Corvold with, like, any two pieces of your deck on the battlefield, you're just going to bury them in card advantage. Yeah, I think I was playing Savvy Hunter as well. I was trying to play Savvy oh, okay. Hunter in it. So yeah, it wasn't on Savvy I think Hunter. your Rankles and Spawn of Mayhems were my Savvy Hunters. Yeah. So that's probably where some of it comes from as well. Could be. I worry that the format just all becomes about cat oven. Yeah. And then we're in a we're at a point where like we're main decking ley lines or we're main decking like crappy artifact removal to get rid of ovens. So yeah. that's, that's my only concern is just that it might that that engine was super powerful and mm-hmm. like worked in the face of the other decks. Yeah. And kind of like when we banned Field of the Dead and everyone was like no, Oko's really good. <laughs> yeah. And then Oko was really good. Like I think the difference, though, is that there's a lot more options to combat Cat Oven than yeah. there was Oko. Like, this Oko came down and gave you value. Like, Cat Oven, I guess it comes down, but it doesn't do a whole lot until, like, those life points matter later in the game. Yeah. Or, whatever, or you can start your loops or whatever. But there's a ton, like we said, there's a ton of stuff that interacts with it. Cage, Ley Lines... Sorcerer Spyglass shuts it off. Yeah. Like, there's there's stuff you there's can things. do. Yeah. So, I think it's a little bit different. And then we have Red Black Aggro. Yeah. This is another deck that you don't love. I, I've been I killing it with this deck on Arena, too. I have so many games where you're, like... Well, granted, I was running into, like, a lot of cat oven and food. Yeah. So, like, I couldn't attack on the ground. Yeah. And then, like, I lost a bunch of games against, like, like you know... I'd have two Spawn of Mayhems, and they would, like... You know, be playing Golgari Adventures and be like, oh. uh, I'll drain you with stupid sit and Swordmaster to two. Yeah. And then I would die to my own Spawn of Mayhem triggers and just dumb stuff like that where it was just like, uh. Yeah. And I also had problems with the mana. Like, I worry that, like, red, black, you're playing way too many swamps yeah. and mountains to support your, like, double black right. three and four drops and then your double red Embercleave. Yeah. I had a lot of games where. I had like an ember. I had one game where my ember cleave was stuck in my hand for like four turns because I yeah. could just never draw my second red. How many ember cleaves were you on? Uh, like two. Oh, okay. And then I had another game where I had spawn of mayhem and rankle stuck in my hand because I had, didn't have a second swamp. Yeah, it's awkward. And I was just like, so it went from like one game without red to yeah. like three games without black, and I was just like, this just feels <laughs> like if you would play this at like a GP, yeah, you would like be throwing away like 
at least a round, at least a round, if not two, to mm-hmm. just like never drawing the the right colors. Yeah, I want to uh, make a point later in the show about this topic in particular, mana being not great in yeah. some areas. So we're going to cycle back to this. Okay. But yeah, I, I like the red-black aggro deck. That's kind of like my yeah, thing anyway. Like I really want Stormfist uh, Crusader to be good. I like, yeah. like that card. Yeah. But... I just don't know. Like I said, I don't know if the man is good enough. Mm-hmm. So then Andre Strosky tweeted out that he thought Cavaliers would be good post ban, like just guy fire Cavaliers. So yep. I bought my missing Cavaliers. Yep. I think I agree with him. This is definitely going to be a strong deck. Yeah. I think like, again, like we said, like when you would slam a Cavalier and it would get turned into a three, three. Yeah. Like that was just like feel bad. Yeah. Cause usually it's like you can play a Cavalier or play your two Cavaliers ideally. And if you can't get in with both, you can at least get in with one. Yeah. And then the next turn, you can kill them. Right. And I was also playing, like, I was playing Teamer because I was trying to see about ramping into mm-hmm. the fires, which was So you were trying fun. to, like, Gross Spiral? Gross, I was, like, on, I was on uh, Gross Spiral and Arboreal Grazer, yeah. and then I cut the Arboreal Grazer. So I just wanted to try to, like, ramp into it. Yeah. And, like, a turn three fires is pretty good, mm-hmm. but I think that, if the format does get more aggressive, mm-hmm. having like the Jess guy and having um, what's it called? Definitely Clarion. Definitely Clarion probably makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, but I just wanted to try that because it was something I'd been thinking of. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you still have access to Flame Sweep, right? You do. So that is an option as well. I hadn't put that in. And then the other thing is, I think that the uh, the Bant Ramp deck still going to be a thing that Strasky and Co played it. I put down here MC5, but I don't know. There's yeah, been too many of these things. Yeah, whichever one it was. It was the Field of the Dead one. Yeah. So at the Field of the Dead one, <laughs> I think, like, everyone was like, this deck's trash. Yeah. And then, like, three of them day two'd. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Siska top four'd or top eight'd or something. Mm-hmm. And it's just a Nissa ramp deck. Yeah, with, like, Krasis and Mass Manipulation or whatever. Krasis, Mass Manipulation, you get to play uh, Pioneer, All-Star, Voracious Hydra. Yeah. Yeah, and then you play, like, Teferi. So your three-mana slot is Teferi. I don't know if they had Goose, but, like, I don't know, a turn two Teferi, like, bounce your two-drop is probably fine. Yep, pretty good. Right, and I said it has, like, your, some flexible cyborg cards, like Mm -hmm. Night of Autumn, Mm -hmm. so that, like, helps you against the aggressive decks and, like, kills an oven. Deputy Detention. Deputy Detention. You'd have to tweak that deck because it was playing main board deputies to combat all the zombies. Right. So that might not be something you necessarily need, especially if the format, like, because it's not hard for the, uh, what's it called, the Sacrifice deck to, with a a Mayhem Devil out, to deal three damage to a thing. Right. Uh, But you could probably play with... Yeah, it's like a cat cycle does that, right? Yeah. Sack a cat, bring it back, sack it. If you have two, if yeah. You have, if you have to have two ovens, you have to have two ovens, or you have to have a food in play already. Yeah. But yeah, you can do three damage pretty easily. Yeah. You have uh, is it return to nature or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Yep. The blow up an enchantment, blow up an artifact, or exile a card from a graveyard. Yep. So it kind of covers all the parts of cat. Yep. And so it seems like it has like the flexible answers. You could go like bigger and play like Tristani, mm-hmm. or you could play like. March of the Multitudes. Yeah. So you have a, a number of things that you can dump your mana into depending on how you want to. Like Finale of Glory was a yeah. card they played. 
because yeah. it's not hard to get to 12 mana when you have a Nissa out, like right. turn six. Yeah, basically. Turn six, <laughs> all the angels go. Good luck. Yeah, so there's a lot of ways that you can just like mm-hmm. win the game in that deck. Yeah. If you have enough mana. Another deck that might get better that we don't have written down here, but uh, like the Simic Flash lists, like the Wolf Flash lists. Yeah. Like they could probably get better after Oko's gone too. Yeah, I think that they... Or at least have a meta share again. Yeah, I think they and Team Wreck yeah. have a problem if our three-mana Planeswalker of Choice becomes Teferi again. Right. Right, like those decks just can't beat a Teferi. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes they let a spell resolve and you're yeah. just like Teferi and they're like, well, I guess my deck does nothing. Like, oops. A, a night pack, a main phase night pack ambusher is not nearly as scary as an end right. of turn one. Yeah. An effectively haste guy. Right. Yeah, like Simic Flash, I don't know about Team of Reclamation, probably takes a hit because it was preying on. Yeah, it was kind of meant food. to combat the Oko decks. Pioneer? Yeah. Uh, no changes. No changes. I had my notes to be determined because the Pioneer announcement happened like an hour ago. Yeah. And uh, I had written this like seven hours ago. Yeah. So still to be determined. They yeah. said that they're gonna, they're still going to make an announcement next week, but they don't expect to make any changes next week either because there's a PTQ or something like the following weekend. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, it is the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. So they maybe aren't like, I don't know when Wizards gives their people off. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But they might have the uh, no ban announcement like already queued up to like go up on the site. <laughs> yep. Uh, It'll be a turkey holding it. No ban. Yeah. Ian Duke in like a pilgrim costume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. And we're also going to cycle back to Pioneer in a little bit too. Yeah. So. And then we have Modern. Like yep. we said, no changes. No changes. Uh, apparently, like, your Star City event can be, like, 42 or 46 uh, Urza decks out of, like, the 120 decks that made Day 2 or whatever, or 200 decks. Yeah. So it can be 25 to 30% of your metagame. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yep. No problems. Yeah. Urza is a messed up card. It is. I think Cameron in our chat said, and I've heard other people say this, just ban any card that says copyright 2019 on it. <laughs> There's a lot that, of good ones this year. And that will uh, fix a lot of what ails you. Yeah. I think that like when you watch a Pioneer tournament, the number of cards that are just out of standard right. is like super high. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, like the best option from the last 10 years of Magic or whatever it is, yeah. is... Voracious Hydra. Voracious Hydra is a card that got printed that I was like, eh, this is a de-straft card. Right. I don't know if it'll like ever see play in standard. Yeah. I remember it's, putting it in my sealed pool reluctantly. Yeah. And now it just like carries a... Uh, An archetype. Like two, because like, I yeah. think the Hardened Scales decks play it. Oh, and we're going to come back to this point in a little bit too. Yeah. Legacy. Yep. I think I mentioned this a while back. Yeah. Right in the six is dumb. It and they is. said, we don't want any more of this. It's gone. So uh, apparently uh, the Ren deck was 20% of the Legacy metagame. Yeah. Like it was just uh, Teamer, Delver. Yep. As far as you can see. Yeah. It was all of it. Yep. So in the article, they cited uh, Wasteland Locks being problematic, being able to recur oh, Wasteland every that, turn. That's a problem? Just that, never letting your opponent ever have like their, their third land? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah. Uh, they also said that there's too many one-toughness creatures that they want in the format. 
that can't be played. That can't be played because of Renin Six, um, like Bob, uh, Mother of Runes, Thalia, and Young Pyromancer. I think were the ones that they had talked about. Yeah, I think those are the three. Those yeah. are the three Shadow Band cards. Yeah. Yep. So they said that Ren's got to go so they can see play again. And so that you know the format like even remotely close to functions. Right. It's weird. It's like again, it's a weird thing that like it's banned in Legacy now. Yeah, but not modern. But not modern. I guess strange. It's you don't have like the wasteland. Yeah. Lock. Yeah. But still, like, it is strange. But yeah. So also, but, like those one toughness creatures aren't like ever present in modern. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like I mean, right now, the format's built around a two four. He's a one four, isn't he? Is he a one four? He's tiny. whatever. He's a four. Yeah, he's a four. Yeah. Uh, but like. Like, John doesn't play Dark Confident anymore. Right. Which is, like, sacrilege. But you yep. can't because you just, like, bob. And then just, like, Ren, kill Ren, it. Ren, kill it, yeah. And you're like, oh. Also, like, Ren and Six is kind of just a better bob. Yeah. And we talked about, like, Ren and Six being a better Deathrite Shaman. Yeah. Right? Where it's, like, giving you all the mana that you need. Yeah. It's giving you a win condition. Yep. It's, like, fixing your colors. Yep. and. Occasionally, it locks your opponent out of the game. Right. Like, I know that you don't play a whole whole lot of uh, Dark Confidant. I don't. But typically, I would say like eight times out of ten, when I reveal my card to Bob, I want it to be a land. Uh-huh. Like, I always just want that free card. I don't want to have to pay life for it. I just want yeah. it for free. And that's what Run and Six does. So it, it is just better Bob. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's ticking up to win you the game. Yeah. 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 If it goes unchecked, that's, yeah. that's GG's. You know, I was looking at my Legacy deck last night. Rest in peace, Legacy deck. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, should this Assassin's Trophy just be an abrupt decay? Because, like, I have to be able to kill, like, mm-hmm. Run and Six and not get it forced. It's like... It's true. Like, well, now I don't have to worry about killing Run and Six. Right. So maybe I don't need it to be that. But yeah. it was just like, it's like, maybe this should change because, like, the format is just, like... Like, S-Trophy had some... Lands as well. it, yeah, it hits Caracas, which is Yeah, important. which is a big deal. But no, it was just like it was like yeah. do I just need to be able to kill a Ren and Six? Yeah. Which is like a weird place to be. Yeah. In um, Legacy. In Legacy. It did uh really homogenize the format. Yeah. And Legacy is about playing like well, now it's about not playing Legacy. But right. before it was about playing kind of whatever you wanted. Yeah, I mean there's a million different decks that are all competitive. Yeah. And when, you know, a third of your format is one deck that's very problematic for a format that's known for being diverse. Yeah. So. Uh, and then Vintage, we got rid of Narset part of Veils. Well, restricted her. Yeah, they don't ban cards in Vintage. Just restrict them. Yeah. And, I mean, it makes sense. Like, the format that, like, has Ancestral Recall. Yeah. And, granted, a restricted Treasure Cruise. Yeah. And a restricted Brainstorm. Yeah. A card that just makes... All of those cards just garbage. Right. Uh, is probably not great. Like yeah. the format that's about spells and drawing cards. Yeah. My uncommon stops your deck. Yeah. My, my, my uncommon just yeah. ruins you. Standard oh. legal uncommon. Yeah. But and, it's vintage, so does anyone really care? Yeah. No one, like. Besides LSV. Yeah. I'm not, you know. There's kinda, like six people that play vintage, so. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And then finally, uh, in paper now. In paper. Oko has now joined his friend Oko from Arena right. in his band in Brawl. Yep. So no more no more Oko and Brawl. 
Yeah, so no more just turning all your opponent's stuff into three threes. Yep. In this fun, non-competitive format. Right. Elk it. Elk it. Elk it. Elk it. Elk it. Elk you. But but I want to elk it. That's a nice commander you have there. Elk It'd it. be a shame if something happened to it. Yeah. Cool with you, Lane. Elk. Yeah. Elk. Oh. <laughs> all right, so we wanted to touch on the Star City event. I think we both kind of got like tied up with... Stuff and things? Yeah, I had uh, some family in town this weekend, so I didn't get to catch as much of it as I would have liked. Yeah, I hung out with the wife and yep. played to Marina and watched. I watched a lot of Sunday. Yeah. But, like, the tournament was, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. It was kind of so, weird. Like, I missed most of Friday because, like, I pretended to be employed. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. or sorry, and then Saturday I was doing stuff with the wife. Yeah. Went and saw a movie. And then, so then Sunday I watched... All the all the top eight. Yeah, I did. I did get to catch uh, most of the pioneer. I think. I think it was mostly the modern stuff that I didn't didn't get a chance to watch. Yeah, the top eight was all pioneer. So. Yeah, and that's what really mattered in this event because this was the first large pioneer event, right? Yeah, I don't know how much they were, they were paying playing for like ten grand or something, plus an invite to players championship. Yeah, so There's this was this, some stuff on the line. Yeah, this was the first tournament that really had like high stakes not right. to say that like the ptqs right. on magic online don't but this is the first tournament that was like oh i'm gonna like i don't know eat yeah. for a while if i win this thing so yeah. i should probably try real hard no more hot dogs for thanksgiving you know, no, more, <laughs> no more like spam what you then stick two hot dogs on the side and make drumsticks <laughs> like none of that nope no all right cool so the most represented deck in day two was hardened scales yeah, kind of a little bit of a change, a very little bit of a change. We'll talk about that in a minute. So it was Hardened Scales was the most played deck. Yep, uh, followed very closely behind by Mono Green Devotion. Yeah, so it was 21 Hardened Scales decks and then 19 Mono Green Devotion decks. Yep. And then the deck that keeps being good and everyone's just like, this looks like a garbage pile. Everyone says that. that it looks does at it. look like a garbage pile. It is Mono Black Aggro. What I had heard people talking about was that this deck gets to apply fast pressure and run Thought Seize and Fatal Push, which are two of the most important cards in the format right now that the best decks in the format can't play. So that's why this deck performs better than it it actually it looks, looks. Yeah, Than a deck that plays Night Market Lookout? Right. Which, not, not all of them do. Which Brian Gottlieb was like, the first thing I did when I saw this was go and say, huh, there has to be a better one drop than this. <laughs> and then I looked and the answer was no, no. this is the best one drop we get. Yeah. And uh, there's also the thing where all of its threats are sticky. Yes. And so like, you can just grind people out because you're going to return your Scrap Heap Scroungers. You're going to return your Bloodstoke right. Champions. You're going to return your Gutter Bones. Yeah. So you have all these like, eh, two ones. But they all just come back. Mm-hmm. So Forever. Like, yeah, so they can, you have chump blockers kind of in the form of like gutter bones. Right. And just like threats that you can make that like throw three creatures away to get into damage. Yeah, and or then you bring can them sack back. them to rankle or whatever. Yeah. Then you have Simic Aggro, which mm-hmm. is Mono Green Devotion, Splashing, uh, Stubborn Denial. Yep. And Oko. And Oko. Yep. Yeah. So, but it's basically Mono Green Devotion. Yep. And then, uh, and then, is it in Soul? Yep, which, which is a deck that's been around for a while. It was a good deck in um, Frontier. Frontier. Yep. So it's kind of carried over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simic Nexus. Oh, yep. happy day! And that's what won the Pioneer PTQ, right? 
Yes. Yep. Yes, and then you have Bant Ramp. This is the Field of the Dead Hour of Promise. It's one of them. There's a couple Field there's, of the Dead. There's a couple, now. but this is, but this this one top aided. Yep. Uh, uh, by a local ish player. Oh, he is. Yeah, Dylan Huckabee. Yeah. Is uh, Wilmington area, I believe. Okay, that's cool. Yep. Uh, I watched. I hadn't seen that match in top eight. Mm-hmm. It was Mono Black against that, and like they were like. Whoa. Man, I didn't think Mono Black would have a good matchup, but he just like dismantled mantled him, blah blah blah. <laughs> and then I watched it, and I was like, "Dude missed his third land drop and his fourth land drop in yeah. like a thirty land deck." Yeah, like it wasn't a dismantling <laughs> as it was like one person whose half their deck is lands <laughs> couldn't find through any. none of them. Yeah, like he lost like two games in a row yeah. to just like not drawing like lands yeah. in his fifty percent land deck. Yeah. So I'm like, I, pump the brakes, guys. You can't just be like, oh, mono black aggro can't be stopped. It was like, well, one dude didn't get to play a game. Right. The mono black aggro player who won seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Deck seems night market lookout-ish. Um, <laughs> but like, well, like I said, not all of them play night market lookout. Fair. Only the uh, smuggler's copter ones do. Yes. But it was like, it was like, calm down. Like I don't think it's like the end all be all. There are decks that like can beat it. Like you know, yeah. you're like all. Make four zombies. Uh, yeah. Suck it, Night Market Lookout. <laughs> no, they can't block a smuggler's copter, but... Right. Okay. So then Is It Phoenix, which for a while people were saying was like one of the best decks in the format. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was like an early front runner though before people had like super played with the format. Same with like Mono Red. Mono Red was like, yeah. oh, it's so good. And now that was like seven decks. Yep. And then like Blue White Flash, which... Mm-hmm. Is Spellqueller, Avacyn, yep. Gideon, Teferi stuff. Yep. Which, fine. Yep. That's a good deck to have around. Gruel Aggro. This is uh, eight elf, eight goblins for the most part. Yeah. And they ran Embercleave too, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Depending on the build. But yeah, mm-hmm. like it, eight elves into eight three drop. Uh, yeah. Uh, Seems good. Goblins with, I'm assuming, Once Upon a Time because it's a green deck. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And then is it emerge? Which deck like looks sweet. I went to go buy uh, rekindling phoenixes, and like their market price on TCG was like four dollars. Yeah, and the cheapest one was like eight. <laughs> and I was like, damn it, coming back the red birds, the red birds. And then mono green ramp, which I guess I don't know what the difference between. It, oh, is that's like the big like. Yeah, this is the Emrakul Ulamog deck. Okay, yeah, where we're just like circuitous roots and uh hour, hour of promise. promise yeah okay so a lot of green going on here in a lot Pioneer. of green when your design philosophy is like print all the green cards for yeah. a few years because like if you look at it right hardened scales green deck mono mm-hmm. green green deck yep simic aggro green basically deck. mono green deck yep uh simic nexus green ish deck bent ramp is very much a green deck uh, Gro Agro, green deck. Yep. Mono green ramp. Green it's deck? a green deck. It's yeah. a green deck. No, I mean, that's a colorless deck. It is though. a colorless deck. <laughs> it is a colorless deck. You were casting giant colorless things, but yeah. you're getting there with green cards. Right. So, interesting. Yep. Green real good. Yep. Um, a couple of the decks I just wanted to touch on real quick. The first is the list that won was mono black. Yeah. If you look at it, it's kind of similar to what I was trying to do with my red black, like zombies, zombies list. Yeah. Whatever it was. And this was a point that we had started talking about in the last section that I wanted to revisit was going back to, it was Zvi Moschwitz's deck building article, right? Super old. Super old. 
But the way he would approach a format is to not look at the cards in the format, but look at what the mana would let you do. And I think that might be a thing that we might have to start doing in Pioneer until we get some better mana. Because there are certainly decks that have better mana than others. Yeah. Rakdos is one of the decks that does not have very good mana. Same with, like, uh, Gruul. Gruul doesn't have great mana. Yeah. So I think the the Pioneer mana bases are built on the back of the Kaladesh Fastlands. Yeah. And the Shocklands. Mm Mm-hmm. And because of that, the Kaladesh Fastlands only cover half of yeah. the the car, half of the colors, right. the color we, pairs. We don't have Black Cleave Cliffs, and we don't have Copperland Gorge. We don't have the yeah, we don't have the ally colors. Yeah. So you are really limited by like if you want to have an aggressive red black deck. Yeah. Right. You are limited to like Checklands. Checklands. So Dragon Skull Summit, which is not typically an eternal playable magic card. Yeah. And then what is it? Foreboding Ruins, the red black yeah. show land from Shadows. It's not good. I think someone told you that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had to play it. I understand. <laughs> it's I not good though. Yeah. You just don't have the mana to do a lot of stuff, which is why a lot of the decks right now are monocolored. Right. Right. Because the format's only been around for like three weeks. Now a lot of people are playing, mm-hmm. but you haven't had the ability to like one, work out the mana bases. Right. And two, like, there's some mana bases that you just can't work out. Right. So, like, why bother trying? Mm-hmm. Another deck that I thought was super cool was Autumn Burchett's uh, Golgari Field deck. I haven't seen it. I heard about it. Yeah, it looked sweet. It was, like, four tireless tracker, ramp spells, field of the dead, make a bunch of zombies. It looked great. Okay. I think, I don't remember how well, or, like, where the deck placed. Um, mm. I have all the seven one deck lists up from Pioneer. Yeah, I don't think it was. Oh yeah, oh, it was it a seven one list. So. I have it. I see it right here. Yeah. So again, talking about like things that are good in standard. Yeah. So four Elvis Rejuvenators, four Gilded Goose. Yep. Uh, one Murderous Rider, four Tireless Trackers, a Corsair Crucifix, twenty five lands, just like a variable hodgepodge of stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots uh, of one of lands. A Westville Abbey. Woo. Yeah, spicy. Removal, four abrupt decays, two fatal pushes, four once upon a time. Yeah, imagine that. Two Varaska's contempts, four hours of promise, a legion's end, and a thought seize. Mm-hmm. So Ick's getting to do the mono black thing of like playing the good cheap removal. Right. But it's also just like hilariously going over the top of that deck. Oh yeah. Like if you get to turn like five. Yeah. Like you're you- not winning. Yeah, you yeah. you you get to win that game if yeah. you're this deck against like the mono black aggro deck, right? But it's do you get to turn five, right? Which is kind of like the question of the format right now. Mm-hmm. I thought that deck looked sweet though. So oh no, I, no, I kind of wanted to give it a shout out. It does. It does look really good. And then um, one thing that I was noticing when I was looking at some of the deck lists is the number one most popular hardened scales. In the number two most popular mono green, are starting to look awful similar. Yeah, down here you were like on elf voracious hydra, and I was checking my trade stuff last time. I'm like, thank God I have three voracious hydras. Yeah, like I'm sure this card is like stupid expensive now. I just got a text message right before you got here to record of somebody looking for voracious hydras for this weekend. Gotcha. So, so yeah, they are they are starting to come together. Yeah, because like again, like the green cards are good. Yeah. And the only way to get a hand ahead of mana on this, a head in mana in this format is to play elves. Right. 
the only way to cheat on mana, yeah. Yeah, I think that this comes back to, like, all the one mana removal is trash other than Fatal Push. Oh, yeah. If it exists, it's garbage. Yeah, and right? you're stuck with, like, Murderous Cut. Murderous Cut if you do work. Right. Right, but, like, you've got Fatal Push, and then you have Wild Slash, the $5 uncommon from Fate Reforged, which yeah, I... Yeah, dig sh- those out. Yeah, I know, which I should have a stack of. But you have those, and then you've got just a bunch of, like, eh? Yeah, pretty much. Right? There's no white, really playable one-mana removal spell. No, there no, there isn't. Or Shock Slash Wild Slash is fine, mm-hmm. unless they, like, play, like, a Voracious Hydra for X two. equals two. Yeah. And then, then you're, you're just stuck. like, oh, man, I feel like a dum-dum now. Yeah. And... Not that blue ever really gets removal, but there's not a lot of good cheap removal and a cheap interaction, let's say, in yeah. blue. Like there's not a a remand, right? And sensors not good enough. Yeah, they ha- uh, we got um. What was the one from Eldritch Moon? Unsubstantiate. Unsubstantiate. I mean, it's not quite remand, but yeah, like you don't draw a card, which yeah. is like the huge yeah. thing there. But yeah, so you don't have a lot of like good interaction. So the only good cheap interaction is black right now. Yeah, and I don't know with like what our design philosophy is in standard, mm-hmm. right? Which has been like good threats, garbage removal for the last like three or four years. Yeah. I hope that changes soon. Right. What we're going to just have, like they're not going to print like path to exile or a path to exile, like a level card. Oh yeah. Right. So like the best way it can help for us to be like a two mana removal spell. Mm-hmm. Like with, deck and stone, like deck and stone, but you're going to be down mana on it. When mm-hmm. they go, like, turn one elf, and you're going to be like, well, I guess I got to kill their three drop. Yeah, I mean, it's got to die, right? <laughs> yeah, I got to kill their three drop because I can't, yeah. you know, they're on the play. I can't play my removal spell. Right. Not that you path, like, elves, but you know right. what I mean. Like, there's not a good cheap, like, Dreadbore is not terminate. No, it is not. Like, not being instant speed is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So at two mana, we have ultimate price? Yeah, we have ultimate price, cast down. Cast down. There's a bunch of like black common, yeah. like the give nig two, nig two thing. Oh, yeah, we have disfigure. Disfigure for one mana. Yep. Black. Yep. It is black. Like everything with like, lightning strike is kind of fine. Yeah. Not really where I want to be. Yeah, but like we're. We we're also mi- have like roast and fry. Roast and fry, yeah. Lava but coil. again, you're still like trading your two mana for yeah. their three mana play if you're on the draw. Yeah. And you're trading your two mana for their one mana play if you're on the play. Right. Which is still not a place, great place to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have the, like, the, you don't have Bolt the Bird. Right. Right. It's not like, I'm on the play, I play my land, say go, you play your thing, I bolt it. Right. Now I get my turn two. Mm-hmm. Like, now my turn two is spent answering your turn one. Yeah. So I think that's why there's so many just, like, aggressive decks, because it's just, like, you can't ever trade profitably or even at parity with me. Yeah. Like, you have to, like, eat a turn, and then that lets me get ahead because you might not have done a whole lot on turn one. Mm-hmm. Now, turn two, you have to answer my thing. Right. Uh, my turn two, I can play to the board again, mm-hmm. and your turn three is spent answering trying to it. answering it. Yeah. And eventually, I'm going to stick something that you can't answer, and then the game goes from there. Right. And we had down here the uh, the Is It Phoenix emerge list, so that's like uh, Elder Deep Fiend and Rekindling Phoenix. Yeah, that does look sweet. That is an A plus good time. I love yeah. me some. I have effects in your in your upkeep. 
past turn effects in your upkeep. That is, that is, uh, and you just watch the life drain out is, of their face. That it was Anthony's favorite thing for me to say when we were, when I was playing like the, that deck in standard. Yeah. He like watched me play and I was like, your turn, I have effects in your upkeep. <laughs> Here's a five, six, tap all your lands, go. <laughs> Proceed to your turn. Good luck. Yep. And like with Rekid Link Phoenix, it's like, here's a 5-6 and a hasty flyer <laughs> uh-huh. next turn. Good times. Swing nine. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah, because you get it back, and then you like just get to like chain deep fiends. Oh. Uh-huh. Sanctum of Ugin. So good. Yeah. Oh, Sanctum of Ugin. That wasn't in that standard, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I remember, yeah. yeah. Yep, let's do it. Good times. So, and then Modern, like we said, it was... Uh, yeah, we the, talked about Modern a little bit. It was the Urza show. So, 24 of the decks were the Team Lotus Box Simic Urza list. Yeah, and that's like the consensus, like newest, bestest list or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's basically kind of a mid-range Urza deck with Oko. Yeah. It's still, I think, depending on some builds, has the Thopter Sword combo in it. But okay. a lot of them all have cut down to like one sword, one Thopter Foundry mm-hmm. or something. They're not they're not heavy on it. They just want to have that occasional like, oops, I guess I win this turn button. Yeah. Uh, but it's just like this mid-range. Well, they they all play Karn the Great Creator. Yeah, so you can lattice lock people. So you can get whatever lock piece you need out of the sideboard. And then they're all playing Oko also. So fun fact is Oko alongside Urza is like plus two rampant growth every turn. Because it's an artifact. Okay. So you plus oh, Oko, and yeah. then it gives you mana. So by the time you are ready for Karn, you can, like, Karn and Lattice. Yeah. So you, you don't need to whir for anything anymore. You just you play just Karn, Karn instead, it. and then you get everything out of your board. That's kind of, like, just good deck building, right? Yeah. just makes sense. So I want to take a quick second here and do... Like an aside on wishboards. Okay. Because this is something that's now being popular in modern and is popular in standard with the Fires deck. Yes. The uh, the incorrect version of the Fires deck. Yes. But it seems like this is the way Wizards wants to do things. Think about Mastermind's acquisition. Yeah. Wizards has gone on record saying that they don't like shuffling in competitive games whatever that's part of why the fetch lands aren't in pioneer that's why like they design things the way they do in standard well when you tutor out of your sideboard you don't have to fetch anything so i think that going forward we're going to see more of this effect in things that like want to do or want to have these sorts of play patterns so that they don't have to do tutors anymore or like traditional tutors anymore yeah so uh, my salty aside is, is of course, yes, uh, wishboards are faster, except when your opponent does it seven times and has two turns to think about what they should get, Yeah, and then they go to their sideboard and go like, huh, I don't know what I should I get. Know. I got everything out of it already. And you still haven't killed me. Can we just concede? Because like, yeah. clearly you're not getting there. <laughs> the thing I don't like about that is instead of having to kind of make concessions on what your silver bullets are, Yeah. Right, it's not like you are playing Court of Calling, yeah, and you have to put like four silver bullets in your deck, mm-hmm. and maybe you draw your card that's not good in this matchup, and it's right. kind of just a two-two idiot. Yeah, you're like half pre-boarded for every matchup. Yeah, but sometimes you draw the cards that aren't good in that matchup, yeah. and so there's a penalty. Yeah, but when you just have like a wish board, right? You have like. You draw the answer that you need, mm-hmm. 
every time. Now, granted, you're sticking a mana cost onto it mm-hmm. because you're having to search for it. Right. But you just are drawing your silver bullet. Mm-hmm. And there's never the downside of like, oh, man, this Karn wasn't the silver bullet I needed for this. It's like, oh, no, this right. Karn gets me whatever the thing is that yeah. I need. Whatever bullet was needed for this. Yeah. Uh, oh, this Fae of Wishes gets me whatever thing I need. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, man, I drew my collector oof, and I'm playing against Dredge, and it does right. nothing. nothing. Oh, man, I really wish I would have drawn my the Yixla Jailer. Yeah. But now it's just like, oh, well, that doesn't do anything. Right. So it's just that there's now there's less of a deck building cost, which is a thing that like mm-hmm. magic has gone towards. There's so many cards that are just like generically good and there's no like cost. Like yeah. when you put a null rod in your deck, yeah. no artifacts did anything. Right. On both sides. On both sides. When you put a card in your deck, you your null rod opponents. your opponent. Yeah. But then all of your artifacts are fine. So mm-hmm. like you can put your Karn in your all artifact, artifact deck. deck. Yeah. And there's no like like I really want Karn. I really want to get artifacts with Karn, but they can't have activated abilities because it turns mine off. Yeah. Right? It's like, nope, it's fine. Just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Which kinda like feels bad. Yeah, it's just weird design. Yeah. But yeah, I, I hope that is not where we're going, but it might very well be. I think we're gonna see more of it. Yeah. I don't think we're done seeing it yet. Yeah, I mean, they have made them more expensive. We don't have, like, the wish cycles yeah, that are super like, cheap. Yeah, except, like, Fae of Wishes, you just do it again Yeah, the again, fact that you can recycle it, again. yeah. But they have decided kind of that they cost four mana. Yeah, that's better. Because, like, the wish cycle was two to three. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, they've all been four, right? Yeah. Masterminds was four, Karn is four. Granted is, is four. Yeah, granted is four. So they've all been four, which I guess they decided that is... How much you should tack onto the spell to be able to go get it. Yeah. So, okay, we have Urza. Then we have Amulet Titan Mm -hmm. is next. Yeah, this is a weird one. I mean, it's not weird that it's well represented and did well. It's just kind of a weird deck. It is. It's a really skill-intensive deck, and it's really, uh, I guess, uh, the technical term would be fiddly. Yeah, (laughs) fiddly. uh, uh, To get to work. Yeah. I also, like we were talking about this in our chat today, I think that it might be overrepresented at Star City events mm-hmm. because there's a very dedicated group of amulet players mm-hmm. that grind the Star City circuit. Yeah. So it's one of those decks, they're very good with it. Right. And if it goes from a 55% deck to a 52% deck, yeah. they're still going to play it. Right. Right. So I think it might be a little overrepresented. Mm-hmm. Well, in the format this is like the amulet deck really doesn't have a good analog anywhere else it being so uh quote unquote fiddly means that it's good for grinders yeah like grinders are going to gravitate towards this deck because you can pit up, pick up like huge swaths of percentage points by being good with it whereas if i picked it up or you picked it up we'd stumble through it and probably yeah. lose every game it's just a really convoluted deck to play so it rewards people that can play it every week. Yes. Which the grinders do. Yeah. Or that, so. you know, can play two leagues a night on Magic Online with Right. Them. Yeah. And, like, figure out what their 29th land should be. <laughs> sure. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. Should is be your 29th is land. Your 29th land. Yeah. You have Grixis Death Shadow was next up. Yeah, there was some sweet tech in the Grixis Death Shadow list, too. I really liked it. Okay. What do we got here? Royal Scions. Okay. 
that card does everything that this deck wants to do. It gives first strike and trample? Yeah. Okay. So your Death Shadows get trample, your Real Big Fish get trample, which is something that the deck had a, an issue with, was like the fish just getting chump blocked or yeah. the Death Shadows just getting chump blocked forever. Well, you give them plus two, plus oh, first strike and trample, and they don't get chump blocked anymore. They do not. Yeah. So that's good. It also loots. Um, that's Which good for in your graveyard. Yeah, finds you know whatever piece you're looking for fills up your graveyard, so you can cast your fish. I'm pretty sure the deck still plays Snapcaster, so even when you're discarding, you're not really discarding. And it's a mid-range deck, so there right. are some cards that are just dead sometimes. Yeah, you just be want to get those out of your hand. Yep, it's turn seven, and you draw your Thoughtseize, and just getting to turn it into not a Thoughtseize. Yeah, is a big deal. Mm-hmm. A quick aside on the Royal Scions is that this is another one that I think people should pick up uh, from like a financial point of view. This card promotes metagames that Wizards really likes. It promotes interactive metagames with creature combat. So a deck that would utilize this, I would expect to pick up some more pieces. Yeah. Right now they're pretty cheap. If Death Shadow lists gravitate towards Scions and if you know Standard picks some pieces up, I could see this card getting more expensive also. Okay. Keep that in mind. Sounds reasonable. I mean, it's also a card that like you could see playing in like like a Jeskai Fires list, mm-hmm. where you're like, you slam your Red Cavalier, yep. and you're like, plus on it, give it haste. Go. Go. Like, Off now, to the races. Now you can't block it, Yep. and it helps you find your fires and things like that. So it could be like useful in those decks. Yeah. Yep, definitely. So what else we have it? In here that was of interest, yeah, I guess. Not a whole lot of else that was super surprising. I mean, Tron is Tron and is there, and Burn is Burn and is there. Yeah, so the deck that, like, I know Brian Gottlieb was super high and it doesn't show up here, so it must have not been well done well or people must not have played it, was he was super high on, like, just taking, porting the mono green a devotion deck from yeah. Pioneer and porting it into Modern, and he thought it was a very good deck. Yeah, I didn't see. It did not show up here, so maybe it was not. Yeah. I didn't see any on coverage either, I don't think. Yeah. I think that every it's kind of everything you would expect Yeah, in the metagame. It is a lot really heavy Urza, mm-hmm. but again, like they might not mess with it. Like They've already banned one two <laughs> cards from Modern Horizons out of various formats. Yeah, it'd be pretty awkward to ban another one. Three. Oh, yeah. Hogak, Renin Six, and Astrolabe got yep. banned out of uh, Popper. Popper. So they might not be looking to do more banning, so this might hang around for a while. Yeah. Like, if they were going to mess with the format, though, what do you think they hit? Um, Since we're doing the ban episode. Since we're doing the ban episode. I guess, like, again, when 46 of your decks are Urza-based... Yeah it's kind of hard to not be like, well, maybe Urza's a problem. Yeah. Do you think Urza's still a problem without Karn? I don't think the original version of the Simic Food deck that like put six people in the top eight of like two opens back or three opens back, I don't think it had Karn. I think that it was okay. like Simic Food and they Zansai had said that they were boarding in Okos all the time. Okay. So they basically decided to play to actually build the mid-range Oko deck. Okay. So as opposed to playing the combo deck that they kept boarding into the mid-range deck. Mm -hmm. So I think at that point, like the second iteration is where the Karns came in. Okay. So I think that it's still a good deck without the Karns, but... Well, right, but the Karns are what let people not play Magic, though. 
Fair. Like, is the deck more beatable if you're facing down an Oko than a Karn? Maybe. But the the Oko is still doing the, like, plus yeah. mana thing. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, like, if you're worried about Karn, maybe you don't ban Karn. Maybe you just ban Mycosynth Lettuce. Yeah, but then you're... I mean, I guess, but you right, can, but, you still go get Bridge. You still go get Chalice. Yeah, but, that, I mean, that lets you... If you're saying that they want, like, Silver Bullet yeah. answers, because, like, if it's, like, okay... We're not going to use Karn anymore, mm-hmm. right? You could still get all those things with Fae Bushes. That's true, right? So you ban the problematic thing. Yeah. You ban Karn. You ban Microsoft right, Lattice. Lattice isn't a lock without Karn, though. But if you want people to still get yeah. things out of their board, yeah. you just get the thing that is like the the thing that like makes magic not happen. Yeah, right. And then that would take care of it in the the Tron list as well. Yeah. So, like, it's just like, okay, we're going to stop people not being able to play Magic. Mm-hmm. And we're going to leave Karn to go get your Tormod's Crypt, yeah. your Graft Digger's Cage, Whatever else that you stuff. needed. The so, stuff it was supposed to go get. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm assuming that none of them went deep enough to be like, what's that card we reprinted in Battle Bond that costs six <laughs> mana for Commander players? What does that do? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Don't worry about it. It's probably fine. What do you think about Veil vale in Modern? Probably good. You think like, it's fine? Is as a card to like stay around? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played enough modern yeah. to know if it's a huge problem. I can see it being a huge problem, but there aren't a ton of green decks. Like the green right. decks are blue decks. Yeah. So if you're playing a bunch of blue decks, you already have counter spells, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're like Simic Urza, your base blue. Yeah, but splashing green. One mana cryptic's a lot better than four mana cryptic. But yeah, yeah, but like, I guess you have enough green sources that it doesn't maybe matter because yeah. like spell pierce does like a lot of the same job. Oh, well, you're you have plenty of green sources because you're playing astrolabe. You have all of the green yeah. sources. But like spell pierce also like yeah. hits their Karn. Like I'm sure it's a good cyborg card, but I don't know if it's like as oppressive. But yeah. I, again, I haven't played a ton of modern recently. Yeah. To, to be 100% like sure on how like messed up it is. So hopefully we won't have any bans for a while. Yeah. I assume that we'll make it through the new year to Theros. Yeah. Because there's this mythic championship at the beginning of December. Yeah. And then no one's going to care about anything. Wizards is going to go on vacation. Right. And then we're going to come back. We're going to get super hyped for Theros. Yep. And so, like, it's just getting through these next, like, three weeks of standard. Yeah. And even if, like, the next MC is 95% cat oven. Yeah. Right? Nothing will happen until the first of the year anyway. Yeah, they're going to just be like, well, enjoy your cats in your ovens because we're... <laughs> we're out. Yeah. We're all eggnog drunk here. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine Mark uh, Rosewater, like, as hyper as he is, like, just, like... Pound an eggnog. Turns on eggnog. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Just running around like a crazy little goblin, just like, ah. Wearing a gingerbread man head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he just runs up. I'm the gingerbread. He tackles you and then runs away. You can't catch me. (laughs) Okay, there's there's an image that will put someone in therapy. Yeah, it'll haunt me for the rest of my life. Okay, so next up we're going to talk about arena. Yep, a couple things we're going to talk about on arena. A couple so, different topics. The first thing, again, I don't know uh, if I'm uh, enough of a wizard to get this out before the Cascade event. Is yeah, over, probably not. But we're going to talk is, about it anyway. Is the Cascade event? Yep. 
Uh, so this is where every you cast your first spell on a turn, you cascade. Mm-hmm. So you reveal cards off the top of your library until you hit a card with a lower converted mana cost, and, and you then can, you get to cast, cast it. it. Yep. So basically, if you've built your deck correctly, yeah, you always get a two for one. Right. The things I saw being played mm-hmm. were a lot of cat oven. Mm-hmm. Like once upon a time fixes your consistency. Yeah. But also, if it always hits a gilded goose, a cat, <laughs> or an oven, like That's your deck good. is real good. Yeah. I also saw some people just jamming, like just taking their like salty food deck and just playing it. Just playing it. Yeah. Without like kind of consideration for like yeah. what that means. But like on your opponent's turn, casting once upon a time and hitting goose. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. So, that, so then you untap with two mana. Two mana on yeah. turn one. Yeah. Yikes. It's great. Yeah. So that's what I did. I played Mono Red Burn. Mm-hmm. Also seems pretty with good. Electrostatic Field, you Electrostatic said? Electrostatic Field, like three Torbrands, two uh, four mana Chandras. Oh, yeah. Two Experimental Frenzies. And then pretty much every card that said damage to target player. Yep. And you would get in these situations where it's like, oh, I'm going to be dead next turn. I guess I'll deal 12 to you. <laughs> like, I played like a Torbrand and like cast a spell with like three fields out and my opponent like still them like mousing over Torbrand. Wow. And then like went to went to kill it so I didn't get the damage. I was like, shock you take five. Trigger, <laughs> trigger, trigger. Like you're gonna take forty five this turn, you're dead. Yeah. Uh it was pretty fun. Yeah. I did like because it's one of those events that you just like pay and then right. you're like like there were some decks I was just like, I don't want to deal with this. Concede. Like yeah, I was like, oh, like yeah. you just resolved your wilderness reclamation on turn three. Yeah, yeah I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, know where have, this is going, and I don't have, want to be there. You have two ovens and a cat. Yeah, I think I'm done here. <laughs> like I'm just never gonna get ahead. Yeah. Like I won some of them, but like when it was just like this is a little like repetitive. I was like, I'm out. Like I want to go bl- have have some fun. Yep. Um, I did hear something interesting that I forgot to tell you about. Okay. Somebody had posted on Reddit, I believe, that they unlocked the card style for murderous rider through the mastery pass okay and then when they did this event it overrode it so they don't have the mastery pass card style anymore all they have is a showcase frame what's the mastery pass one it's just the full art i think okay you can go in and you can actually click on the card i think and pick which version you want oh okay because like i know like you can just go in and like click like yeah. I want this version or this version for some of like the the War of the Spark Planeswalkers. Oh, okay. Like the stained glass version. Yeah. Like I think you can change, but I don't remember. Okay. So it might not have just eaten it because it wasn't just like the extended art one. Yeah. Okay. I'm guessing it's still there, still there but somewhere. it defaults to this to the to the fancy one. Yeah, I mean, the, I like the showcase one better yeah. anyway. But I have three foils that I'm hoping spike when like. <laughs> That when card removal is playable. Gets good again. Yeah, when removal is playable. Hey, Veil of Summer gone. Hey, removal is Three mana removal is actually playable now. Yeah. Yeah, so like the mono red deck was just like play fast and like yeah. try to win. I won my things pretty quick and then I just played more because it was like, ah, whatever. Whatever. So I guess I will put up the, um, uh, the data sheet. I guess the ban on Arena. Mm hmm. Is effective today, right? It is yes. effective today. Yes. So um, I guess I, think I should it was put also effective last week, though. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, 
Like, it didn't seem like anyone was playing Oculus anymore. Like, yeah. you'd run into a few, but it just seemed like everyone was like, yeah, I'm not even going to bother. Like, I'm going to spend yeah. this week trying to find my next deck. Yeah, I played, like, 30 games, best of one, with a couple different decks, just yeah. trying to get a feel for it. I didn't log anything, because I was only playing yeah. best of one. I was doing the same thing. But I only played Oko twice. Yeah, I played Oko like only... 30 games. I only played Oko a handful of times. Yeah. But it was clear that, like, there was a shadow ban because no one yeah. expected him to make it through the weekend yeah. or through the week. I'll try to put stuff, get it put back up just so we have the, the sheet to work on. Okay. Hopefully we find some things because we're kicking around either a PTQ or a Pioneer event this weekend. I'm so up for if, either one. So. so if it's a standard PTQ, I need to have a standard deck. Yeah. Well, so you make, just said you ordered all the pieces for fires, right? We'll see if it shows up by Friday. Oh, okay. I ordered them at lunch today. Sitting in my car. Where'd you order them from? TCG player. They should D- be here. Direct. They should be. Yeah. But I might just like Nissa to fairy. That is also a thing you could do. Yes. Fair magic, voracious hydra, yep. kill your thing. If we're standarding, I will be corvolding people. Okay. So hopefully we can see where things go. Mm-hmm. I guess I have to remove Simic food from the, <laughs> uh, from the list. Like all the yeah. food decks have to go away. So the other like interesting arena thing that came up was we did the uh, state of the beta, not state of the beta, state of the game, state of the game. You have yep. state of the beta here. You're messing with me. Well, that's what you said when you walked in the door. I just Oops. wrote down what you said. Sorry, it's all my fault. <laughs> so the the state of the game, their like monthly update on like what they see, mm-hmm. what they what their priorities are, what they see happening. Yep. So the big thing for this was one. We have a friends list. We're having a friends list. Well, the first thing is apparently they've figured out why the game crashes and lags and has been generally bad for well, the last... Well, that's good because oh. it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> so hopefully they get that fixed. I hope so. Uh, I've not run into a ton of issues. I have a... I mean, my computer's super old. I probably need to get a new computer anyway. I was Black actually, Friday. Yeah. I was looking at some of the Costco ones uh, yesterday. We got an early flyer I was looking at. But uh, one of the things that I have problems with is during matchmaking, like when you have the option to cancel at the bottom there, it will, the timer will stop, but it'll get hung on that page. Oh. And like sometimes if I let it sit for like 10 seconds, it'll finally go through to the actual game. Sometimes it doesn't, and I've got to exit the program and hope I get back in before it's already passed through my first turn. Oh, man. Yeah. I've not run into that. I have. Like I said, it might just be my super old yeah. computer. but Now, friends list. Yep, that'll be exciting. So Hopefully that'll make it easier for... Uh, yeah, it still looks like you have to know the display name plus the like string of numbers after it to like request a friend. Right, but then after that you don't have to. Yeah, because like, uh, there was the uh, Magic Arena survey mm-hmm. that they sent out. To, I guess, all the users. Okay. One of the things was like, what would you like to see improved or something? I was like, the friends list is basically, like, the direct challenge is basically useless. Yeah. Like, this is just not something that, like, gets used. Yeah, ever. So, friends list will be good. At least then, like, hopefully you can direct challenge people. Yeah. Or something, like, a lot easier because, you know, we've done this podcast for almost four standard sets. And we have not played a game we've against, not played each other. A game against each other <laughs> ever. Right. Great, on Arena. On Arena. Because yeah. it's not like you can just be like, click. Yeah. Hey, Brian's on. Let me let me see if he wants to play real quick. Yeah. Let's like let's play test some stuff. No, yeah. no. No. It's like, 
all right, do I like have the like code and blah yeah. blah? Because I tried to do it with Anthony a few times, and like, yeah, I think it took it us awful. like five or six times to actually get it to work. And yeah. It was just like this is not worth it. 2019 wizards, like we should be able to figure this out. Yeah. And now the other thing that they're talking about, they're, they they want to do more magic formats mm-hmm. and ways to play. Mm-hmm. And so they talked about like remastered sets. Yeah. Like going. This back. was exciting. So basically, for Magic Online, about yeah. a year, year and a half ago, they did Tempest Remastered, mm-hmm. where they took the three Tempest block sets that were kind of like, eh, to draft, because that was before we knew how to like make draft sets. Yeah. And they just took those three blocks, smushed them together into one set using the same cards. Well, to not make, all of them, though, right? Not all of them, but yeah. they picked and chose to yeah. make a reasonable modern quality draft format yeah and so they're talking about going back and doing something like that where they're making they might be remastering blocks so you could see like them putting ixalan and like rivals of ixalan together and like having really good tribal support Mm -hmm. across like just taking all the tribal cards and like now you have all the good merfolk and all the good vampires in there and you can make really good tribal decks. Right. I mean, it'd be a way to do cons without having to put fetch lands on arena. Yeah. Oh, there's so much good stuff that could happen in a construct. Yeah. So much good stuff. Yeah. It was a great set. Yeah. So it would give you a kind of a different way to play. Mm -hmm. They also, they were talking about like more like, like fun formats. Mm -hmm. That was something on the survey. I was like, I like the fun formats. Like yeah. you will get me for something mainly because they're cheap a lot of times. Yeah. Or free or free. Like I will do those. So I don't have to play like your trash standard format. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, fine. I will cascade into shock. Sure. I will do this. <laughs> this is fine. It's better um, than seeing Oko. Better, th- better than getting my stuff out. No. When you have a format that's all Elks all the time, that's where I draw the line. Oh, yeah, the, the Momir Elk format. Oh, was, that was so bad. So we talked about it, and then I was like, it couldn't be that bad. And I went <laughs> home when I played it, and I was just, I think the message I sent is trash format is trash. Yeah. <laughs> it is so, it was so, so bad. I don't know yeah. who thought, like, you would just, like, your opponent would, what was the, uh, something Hellion, it was a red creature that should have cost eight, but it, like you get it for one man and just dealt three to any target each yeah. upkeep. And it was just like, oh, it just kills whatever I played. Or Boba Rigmos. Yeah. I got a Boba Rigmos on turn one. <laughs> like, I have a handful of lands. I can just throw them at anything. Like, it doesn't matter. And then when he attacks, I get a handful of lands. I can just throw it, whatever. Yeah, it was like, why <laughs> did you choose to do this? Yeah. This seems Awful. Yeah, it was not good. It was not their best work, but many of the fun formats are fine. Yep. They have their fun formats, and mm-hmm. then the other thing they were talking about doing uh, is the support for Historic. Yeah. So Historic starts this Thursday, so probably the day the podcast comes out. It starts the 21st. Okay. And they're going to be releasing 20 new cards for oh, the yeah. Historic format. Yeah, there's some gems in here. Now... When they first talked about putting cards in there, like, you know, like iconic cards like Dark Confidant and Gristlebrand, Gristlebrand and Wormcoil Engine. Yeah. And apparently Aaron Forsyth said, do, do you want us to help with that? You want us to help with that, right? Yeah. And so uh, after a uh, extensive uh, testing, the best I can describe most of these cards is they're just meme cards. Yeah. They're just we, cards. They got Kiln Fiend. 
meme cards, like I said. <laughs> treasure hunt. <laughs> He's not kidding. Literally treasure hunt. Literal treasure hunt. And kill fiend. And kill fiend. Yeah. Combo. And we soul did- warden. So we went from like we're, we went from the fear of like are they just gonna put cards that are just objectively the best thing that you could possibly play at that spot on the curve? Yeah. Uh, to cards that uh, I was listening to Magic FM and Machi Scanlon, not known as a magical uh, wizard and yeah. uh, student of the game too much, was like, I don't know if any of these cards are constructed playable. <laughs> well, I mean, Elvish Visionary has been played in every single format it's been legal in. I have a legendary. Uh, Elvis Visionary. Yeah. That, uh, that ex- it's great, right? Yeah, because it exiles the Kethis and lets me <laughs> cast all the cards in my graveyard. Yeah, it's great. So we got Sarah uh, Ascendant. Yep. Uh, one mana, one one life link. And what is it? If your life's over 30, it becomes a 5 5. Yep. Soul Warden, one mana, one one for white. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield, you gain a life. Coco, Coco combo. Yeah. A thing that I. Oh, this is the. Three and a white Kithkin guy. Kithkin yeah, Kinsdale Cavalier. Kinsdale something. Yeah. Kinsdale Cavalier, maybe. Yeah. It's a 2 2 for four mana. So, you know, eternal playable. Right. All your knights get double strike. Okay. Do so, we already have a four mana thing that gives knights double strike? Or, like, I think all attacking creatures get first strike? No, there was a thing in M19 that was like oh. knights get double strike for. It was like a four mana. 3-3 three, three, that was a lord, and then you could pay to give your knights double strike? Yeah, this guy, you don't have to pay. Right. So, yay. Uh, treasure hunt. Treasure hunt. Okay, one on the blue, you name a card, then you reveal cards until you hit it? No, no, you reveal cards until you hit a non-land card. Okay, and you put all of them in your hand. All of them. So, like, the traditional treasure hunt yeah. decks are you play zombie infestation, which is, like, discard two cards, make a 2-2. Mm-hmm. And then you like treasure hunt and you hope to draw your whole deck, your whole deck. Yeah. And then you just make a bunch of tutus and hope that's good enough. Hope that's good enough. I have no idea how putting a bunch of lands or things lands in my hand with treasure hunt is going to be good in this format. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's breakable in this format, but we'll see. We have distant melody popper all-star. Okay. I don't know this one. It's a three and a blue. And it's like choose a creature type, draw a card for each permanent you control that's at that type. Okay. So again, like a like a blue green merfolk kind of deck where you just yeah. draw a bunch of. But we have like. Doesn't blue green already do that though? Like, ta- isn't that what? Uh, I think like tattoo. Kamina does. Not is it Kamina? I like, think so. The big one, the f- the five green blue. Oh, that's not the one I was thinking of. But yeah, Tishana. Tishana. Yeah. Yeah. Kamina is the one you like tap. Tap some Merfolk. It's Tap a crit breaker. Five Merfolk. Yeah. And draw a card. Speaking of Crit Breaker. Yeah. Crit uh, Breaker. Yep. So the one mana, <laughs> one one black zombie that you like pay, pay one. Pay two, discard a card, make, make a, a zombie. And then you can tap three zombies, lose a life, draw a card. Yep. Hypnotic Spectre because it's 1997. Hey man, this card's great. Sure. Give me Dark Rit. I'm all over it. <laughs> Phyrexian Arena, one black black for an enchantment. Each upkeep you lose a, each of your upkeeps you lose a life draw card. Sure. Cards fine. Yep. Tendrils of corruption. I don't even know what it's like three and Is a Is this the one that deals damage equal the number of swamps you control? Yeah, for three and a black. Oh, I thought it was more than that. Is it just three and a black? I think it's just three and a black. I'm like trying to look at it and Yeah, it's a weird picture. 
Yeah, it's all of them on like not a big enough picture for me yeah, to like. Yeah, it's just a see. screenshot. Kiln Fiend. Yep. Uh, one on the red for a one-two, and whenever you cast a spell, it gets plus three, plus zero to one of turn. Instant or sorcery. Instant or sorcery. Yep. Goblin Matron. Two and a red for a one-one. You get a tutor for a goblin. Yep. I don't know if we have enough goblins. Well, we got some good ones lately. We do. We do. I don't know if we have enough for like an actual goblins yeah. deck. Yeah. Thing I can't read. It's a uh, Hutsugu's second right. Yeah, that's a deep cut. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it does, but I remember thinking about it and being like, I have no idea what this card does. Oh, it's like if target player is at ten life. Oh, the, yeah, that's it deals it. ten damage to them. Yep. If they're at exactly ten, it deals ten to them. You ten them. Right. You kill them. If they're at 10. Hmm. Seems unplayable. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, man, my opponent's at 9. My card's <laughs> dead. Oh, I have a shock. Yeah. My opponent's at 11. Oh, my card's dead <laughs> because I can't put him to 10. Right. Elvish Visionary. Elvish Visionary. One of the green 1-1 one, one draw card. Yep. Staple. Fauna Shaman. Survival uh, of the fittest on a creature. Basically. It's green. It's, it's a bear. It's one mm-hmm. on the green for 2-2. Two, two. Yep. Pay a green. Tap it. Discard a creature, search your deck for a creature. Yep. Imperious Perfect. It's a Elf Lord, I think, right? Yeah. Elves get 1-1, one, one, and you can make Elves with it. And you can make an Elf, yeah. Yep. Burning Tree Shaman. Or, emissary. Yeah, Burning Tree Emissary. Yep. Emissary, sorry. Staple of Pioneer right now. Yeah. It has two green pips for Dickthos. It sure does. And is free. Yeah. So it's a hybrid red-green, hybrid red-green for a 2-2. Two, two. Yep. And when it enters the battlefield, you get a red and a green mana. Seems free. It's free. We're going to skip one for a second to say, speaking of free, yeah, Ornithopter. Ornithopter. It's the, free. The OG. Yep. Uh, zero mana. For a zero two. Flyer. Yep. That's it. That's it. It's an artifact. It's an artifact. I don't know what deck this is for. Sigh. Sigh. Sure. <laughs> I can't bounce it. I'm just stuck with this garbage card. Oh, that's true. You can't bounce it. Yeah. Like, well, I, the bounce I how, spells are gone. I don't know how I'm putting it back in my hand. I need to put four of them back in my hand to make it worthwhile. <laughs> um. We have Captain Sisse. Yeah, that's another weird one. I can't tell if it's one in the one green white or two green white for a two two. Yeah, and you get the tutor for a legend. Yes, yeah, so you tap it and you can yeah. search for a legend. Yep. Uh, we have Mindstone. That's probably pretty good with Kethis, though. Probably is. We will test it. Yeah. <laughs> we will see. Yeah. Mindstone is a two mana artifact that taps for colorless. Or you can pay one and sack it, I think, to draw a card. Yep. And then I I don't even know what this last one is. Dark Steel Reactor. Oh, yeah. I have no idea what it that is. It has Indestructible. Okay. And then no other game text? Uh, let, me look, let me look it up real quick. Okay. Uh, it's like if you put, like, enough counters on this, you win the game. All right. Uh... It's $6 in paper. All right, Dark Steel Reactor is indestructible. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a charge counter on Dark Steel Reactor. When Dark Steel Reactor has 20 or more counters on it, you win the game. Oh, okay. Cool. Guess that that's not going to ever sue. Yeah. See play. Yeah. Oh, cool Dark Steel Reactor. I'll tuck it with my five mana Teferi. <laughs> Oops. How many counters does it have? None. Tuck it. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Game will go 40 more turns, but <laughs> good luck with that. Is that all of them? No, there were two more, right? No, I think that was all of them. Yeah, okay, that was all of them. Yep. Maybe I'm missing something. There are some clear plants for, like, a life gain deck. Yeah. Like, you could see, like, a black-white, like, life gain deck. Like, 
the best version of like the M19 right black white draft deck. Yeah. With like the Johnny's Pride mate and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. You, like you can kind of see something there. Healer's Hawk. Yeah. So you just they just gave you another Healer's Hawk with upside? Oh uh, yeah, way better upside. Yeah, so you play a bunch of Healer's Hawks at one drops and then lose the Kai's Wrath. Uh sure. seems good. And then there's a point for a knight's deck. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's what the knight's deck was missing, but... No. Uh, and then there's treasure hunt. For some uh, reason. For some reason. There's a plant for a zombie's deck in Crypt Breaker. And I don't know yeah. if zombie's deck was ever, like, Not close. L- like, just before this it was. In Amonkhet it was. But we don't have those cards. Right. So we have we have Ixalan. No zombies in on yeah, Ixalan. No, no zombies in Ixalan. And then I guess there were some zombies in War of the Spark. Yeah, and we had uh Death Baron. Death Baron was in M nineteen. So we have a few zombies kicking around. I guess Hypnotic Spectre is just good clean magic. Oh, randomly yeah. discarding cards. Hey, it is literally the way Richard Garfield designed it. Literally, literally. how he intended. Yep. Like Frixian Arena is like kind of a mono black control kind of card. Yeah, that's like or a commander a, staple though. So I'm wondering if that's more for like brawl or. But something. we're gonna be able to put these cards in brawl. Is there gonna be a historic brawl? I think there is. Yeah. Okay, so some of these cards might just be like yeah brawl cards. They want they want a goblin stack. They want Kiln Fiend to be another thing for a spells matter like yeah like enigma drake crackling drake mm-hmm. then you just have this and you just cheese people out of games yeah is there enough for a prowess deck probably not right because we don't have we don't have swiss we don't Spear. have anything yeah no we don't have the like the good prowess creatures were yeah. swift spear and soul scar soul scar and then there's the blue the, the red ha- yeah haste flyer guy storm chaser mage yep uh so none of those are legal and they have Three things for two things for an elf deck, and I mm-hmm. guess Fauna Shaman is technically an elf. It is. So it, and it gets you uh, end race to win the game. Fair, and you also get um, what's the other elf that was Elvish Clan Caller? Yeah, is your lord? Is is your lord? But then you don't have like the Shaman of the Pack. Shaman of the Pack are like the big mana. Like the legendary green thing that gets a plus one plus one counter whenever you put in an elf. Uh, oh, Marwin. Marwin, right? Like that's the yeah, that was Dominaria. That was Dominaria, but like that's not like you play it on turn three and it taps for one. Well, right, but you don't need it though. But you need to you cast have, your end raise for bringer somehow. You have Leyline of Abundance. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I guess we just play like the Pioneer deck without Nykthos. Oh no, because you don't have Mystic either. Yeah, you only have one. You only have Llanowar Elf. Llanowar Elf. Huh. And I guess like, you have Paradise Druid on two. Yeah, that's not an Elf, that's right? That's a elf. Druid. Yeah, so. That's awkward. Oh, I guess the the one three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But still, it's it seems awkward. It seems like it's not going to like make explosive big mana. Yeah. Burning Tree Emissary Devotion deck without the Nephos well, for see, it. See, maybe that's a plant for Theros, though. Maybe, maybe. Because, like, Devotion's going to be in Theros. Yeah. Captain Sisse, like, maybe. Yeah, like, I don't know. go get your Kethys if you get to untap with it. Yeah. And then the... The weird yeah. artifacts. Yeah, I don't know. And we just glossed over the deal 10 to someone when they're a 10. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's not a card. Has anyone ever put that card on the stack? <laughs> like, I'm sure during Kamigawa block, people lost drafts 
so, Tibet. I don't know if you read this whole article, but at the bottom, after they were talking about uh, these specific cards they were putting in, they put brews in. Oh, I didn't like look at that. Yeah, and there was a whole brew around Hitsugo's... Hitsugo Agro? Yeah. So I just see that, so... Four of them? Yeah. You would play four dead cards? <laughs> four. Four. Like, what if you're playing the mirror and you put them on the stack and they shock themselves and your card does nothing? If your then opponent you kill is them ten, with their ginger brute. I guess. I guess. Fanatical yeah. fire, footlight, fiend. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like... Real, couldn't you just like take this out and put in a cavalcade of calamities and have a better deck? Hang on. <laughs> I quote, Hitsugu's second right is perhaps the card Zach and I were most excited about. It, it creates a satisfying <laughs> achievement unlocked moment <laughs> when you finally get to put on the stack and it does anything but go to the <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. Wow. Sissy Legends, let me see here. Does it have... Um, yeah, three Kethas. Three Kethas? I was like, okay. Yep. And But it doesn't just combo that out. As they went, oh, nope. and it plays exactly one Mox Amber. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> one Urza's Ruinous Blast. One Yagmas Vile Offering. I guess you get to I guess you get to search for them with, with yeah. Sissy. Yeah. So I guess I can get behind that. But kind I of. also... It's not a combo deck. It is not. And, like, cool, you'll play your Sisse, and then I'll just combo you out, and you'll never untap, and yeah. then we'll see who feels better about their life choices. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool, Sisse. You're dead. Yep. Hypnotic discard. Oh, this Four is, Burglar Rat. Four Yorox Fedlarker. <laughs> Four Freebooter. Like, cool. Uh, like, you have a bunch of cards that are great when they have cards in their hand, right. but then you draw two mana 1-1 one, one when they have no cards in their hand because they have to play all of them. So what was your turn five play? Well, I, I played a burglar rat, and then they drew a card and killed me. <laughs> it was rough. <laughs> Can you flash in your burglar rat? No? Like, you can't, like, draw step that? Like, what are they doing? Like, what? Yeah, I don't like, know, man. Okay, like I can kind of see like Mindstone and Dance of the Mance. They have a Dance of the Mance deck with Mindstone. Yeah. And yeah, that kind of makes sense. And four Phyrexian Arena. Like, come on, Ooh, calm, calm down now. Really, that was that's what this deck was missing was ways to draw cards. Right. Like, give them a better egg. <laughs> like, yeah, let's cut Guild Globe. Let's cut a Guild Globe so we have space to fit in some Phyrexian Arenas. <laughs> An egg that you can actually sack for yeah. a thing that kills you. Oh, and three Eldest Reborns, because, again, what they were missing. Right. But you know what they're not playing? Three Mana Teferi. The card that made the deck yeah. good. <laughs> the card that <laughs> makes the deck good. we got to get this Frixir Rita's in somehow. Uh, deck builders, they are not. No. But the problem is, is like they're the ones picking the cards that we get to build decks with. <laughs> well, hopefully they're just going to do a bunch of remastered sets and we don't have to worry about it. Hopefully. Hopefully. And the other thing uh, that I don't know if we've mentioned this because we've gone super deep now. We were like an hour 45 in. Ooh. I don't know how much we're going to have to edit out here. This is gonna, thanks for staying with us, folks. Yeah. Is they've said that they have a long-term goal yeah. of putting Pioneer on Arena. I'm down for that. Now, this is a sharp contrast to three weeks ago right. when they said, we don't want to put Pioneer on Arena. Yeah. And then apparently, 
I'm guessing one of their Hasbro overlords hit someone and yeah. said, what are you doing? <laughs> you guys are idiots. Look at how much money you could make. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, we could make a lot of money by moving <laughs> what seems to be now our most popular format yeah. from our least popular <laughs> online client. <laughs> Their least popular place to play. Exactly. Yeah. It's like arena in paper <laughs> at a truck stop at a, at a truck stop bathroom. Magic online. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, cool. boy. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So, perhaps deck builders and businessmen, they are not. Yeah. Okay. Who's Zach? Who is this Zach person? I don't, so, I don't know. Who's, who said this? Who, okay, this was by Wizard of the Coast. Yeah, no name, just Zach. <laughs> Wizard of the Coast is hanging out with Zach. <laughs> yeah, Zach and I, Wizard of the Coast, were super hyped for this uncastable card. So, oh, man. Yeah, okay. So, pro tip, don't get Hisuga's second right. Like, just, <laughs> yeah. don't, just don't do don't it. Don't do it. I have seen this card before yeah. and gone like, oh, my God, this is like stone uncastable. Like, this is awful. And then they were like, we promised you Grizzle Brand, but here you go. <laughs> it's perhaps the card Zach is most excited for. I'm glad Zach. I want I Zach want, is easily excited. <laughs> I want to see like Watsy Zach in like orange <laughs> in orange mythic font cast his card against me. And then you shock yourself. <laughs> no, dude, I got this. <laughs> shock also reads take two damage counter target four mana spell. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Or like shock them and I don't know, like misdirected or something. Like, <laughs> you know, you put this card in there, did you, Zach? So, all right. So, with that, if you, yeah, here you go. A lot of podcasts do this. I want to do this now. Okay. I want someone listening to this podcast, yeah, to tweet us a screenshot of them killing someone with Suga's second right. All right. Like, can you make this happen? challenge vast <laughs> casual tripod <laughs> listener base can you make this happen because i don't think i think you're gonna burn a whole lot of time <laughs> and a whole bunch of wild cards there's gonna be a whole lot of people at <laughs> 11 or 9 <laughs> if you just, just never do it like what if they have a ginger brood out you're just <laughs> dead like they just keep up two mana the whole game it's like i can't ever like oh no. <laughs> they gain a life yeah. They gain a life. Ginger root. No. Oh, it gains three. Maybe next time. <laughs> next time. Snap concede. Uh, okay. So when you do that, you can tweet at us at Casual Tripod on Twitter. Yep. Or you could send it to us on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG. Or if you wanted to, you could email us at show at casualtryhardmtg.com. I would make a P.O. box if you said you wanted to print it out in a picture. <laughs> Just for that, Send you'd get it. a P.O. box? I'd make a P.O. box. I, would, right. I could make this happen. <laughs> uh, so uh, with that, uh, happy historic brewing. Yep. Have fun, and uh, we'll catch you up and then. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>